section seventy one part three chapter five of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez translated by charlotte brewster jordan this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter five the burial fields the automobile was going slowly forward under the colorless sky of a winter morning in the distance the earth's surface seemed trembling with white fluttering things resembling a band of butterflies poised on the furrows on one of the fields the swarm was of great size on others it was broken into small groups as the machine approached these white butterflies they seemed to be taking on other colors one wing was turning blue another flesh-colored they were little flags by the hundreds by the thousands which palpitated night and day in the mild sunny morning breeze in the damp drip of the dull mornings in the biting cold of the interminable nights the rain had washed and rewashed them stealing away the most of their color some of the borders of the restless little strips were mildewed by the dampness while others were scorched by the sun like insects which have just grazed the flames in the midst of the fluttering flags could be seen the black crosses of wood on these were hanging dark kepis red caps and helmets topped with tufts of horsehair slowly disintegrating and weeping atmospheric tears at every point how many are dead sighed don marcelo's voice from the automobile and rene who was seated in front of him sadly nodded his head dona luisa was looking at the mournful plain while her lips trembled slightly in constant prayer chichi turned her great eyes in astonishment from one side to the other she appeared larger more capable in spite of the pallor which blanched her olive skin the two ladies were dressed in deepest mourning the father too was in mourning huddled down in the seat in a crushed attitude his legs carefully covered with the great fur rugs rene was wearing his campaign uniform under his storm coat in spite of his injuries he had not wished to retire from the army he had been transferred to a technical office till the termination of the war the desnoyers family were on the way to carry out their long-cherished hope upon recovering consciousness after the fatal news the father had concentrated all his will-power in one petition i must see him oh my son my son vain were the senator's efforts to show him the impossibility of such a journey the fighting was still going on in the zone where julio had fallen later on perhaps it might be possible to visit it i want to see it persisted the broken-hearted old man it was necessary for him to see his son's grave before dying himself and lacour had to requisition all his powers for four long months formulating requests and overcoming much opposition in order that don marcelo might be permitted to take the trip finally a military automobile came one morning for the entire desnoyers family the senator could not accompany them rumors of an approaching change in the cabinet were floating about and he felt obliged to show himself in the senate 
in case the republic should again wish to avail itself of his unappreciated services they passed the night in a provincial city where there was a military post and rene collected considerable information from officers who had witnessed the great combat with his map before him he followed the explanations until he thought he could recognize the very plot of ground which julio's regiment had occupied the following morning they renewed their expedition a soldier who had taken part in the battle acted as their guide seated beside the chauffeur from time to time rene consulted the map spread out on his knees and asked questions of the soldier whose regiment had fought very close to that of desnoyers but he could not remember exactly the ground which they had gone over so many months before the landscape had undergone many transformations and had presented a very different appearance when covered with men its deserted aspect bewildered him and the motor had to go very slowly veering to the north of the line of graves following the central highway level and white entering crossroads and winding through ditches muddied with deep pools through which they splashed with great bounds and jar on the springs at times they drove across fields from one plot of crosses to another their pneumatic tires crushing flat from the furrows opened by the ploughmen tombs tombs on all sides the white locusts of death were swarming over the entire countryside there was no corner free from their quivering wings the recently ploughed earth the yellowing roads the dark woodland everything was pulsating in weariless undulation the soil seemed to be clamouring and its words were the vibrations of the restless little flags and the thousands of cries endlessly repeated across the days and nights were intoning in rhythmic chant the terrible onslaught which this earth had witnessed and from which it still felt tragic shudderings dead dead murmured chichi following the rows of crosses incessantly slipping past the sides of the automobile oh lord for them for their mothers moaned dona luisa renewing her prayers here had taken place the fiercest part of the battle the fight in the old way man to man outside of the trenches with bayonets with guns with fists with teeth the guide who was beginning to get his bearings was pointing out the various points on the desolate horizon there were the african sharpshooters further on the chasseurs the very large groups of graves were where the light infantry had charged with their bayonets on the sides of the road the automobile came to a stop rene climbed out after the soldier in order to examine the inscriptions on a few of the crosses perhaps these might have belonged to the regiment they were seeking chichi also alighted mechanically with the irresistible desire of aiding her husband each grave contained several men the number of bodies within could be told by the mouldering kepis or rusting helmets hanging on the arms of the cross the number of the regiments could still be deciphered between the rows of ants crawling over the caps 
the wreaths with which affection had adorned some of the sepulchres were blackened and stripped of their leaves on some of the crucifixes the names of the dead were still clear but others were beginning to fade out and soon would be entirely illegible what a horrible death what glory thought chichi sadly not even the names of the greater part of these vigorous men cut down in the strength of their youth were going to survive nothing would remain but the memory which would from time to time overwhelm some old countrywoman driving her cow along the french highway murmuring between her sobs my little one i wonder where they buried my little one or perhaps it would live in the heart of the village woman clad in mourning who did not know how to solve the problem of existence or in the minds of the children going to school in black blouses and saying with ferocious energy when i grow up i am going to kill the bush to avenge my father's death and dona luisa motionless in her seat followed with her eyes chichi's course among the graves while returning to her interrupted prayer lord for the mothers without sons for the little ones without fathers may thy wrath not be turned against us and may thy smile shine upon us once more her husband shrunken in his seat was also looking over the funereal fields but his eyes were fixed most tenaciously on some mounds without wreaths or flags simple crosses with a little board bearing the briefest inscription these were the german bodies which seemed to have a page to themselves in the book of death on one side the innumerable french tombs with the inscriptions as small as possible simple numbers one two three dead on the other in each of the spacious unadorned sepulchres great quantities of soldiers with a number of terrifying terseness fences of wooden strips narrow and wide surrounded these latter ditches filled to the top with bodies the earth was as bleached as though covered with snow or saltpetre this was the lime returning to mix with the land the crosses raised above these huge mounds bore each an inscription stating that it contained germans and then a number two hundred three hundred four hundred such appalling figures obliged desnoyers to exert his imagination it was not easy to evoke with exactitude the vision of three hundred carcasses in helmets boots and cloaks in all the revolting aspects of death piled in rows as though they were bricks locked forever in depths of a great trench and this funereal alignment was repeated at intervals all over the great immensity of the plain the mere sight of them filled don marcelo with a kind of savage joy as his mourning fatherhood tasted the fleeting consolation of vengeance julio had died and he was going to die too not having strength to survive his bitter woe but how many hundreds of the enemy wasting in these awful trenches were also leaving in the world loved beings who would remember them as he was remembering his son he imagined them as they must have been before the death-call sounded 
as he had seen them in the advance around his castle some of them the most prominent and terrifying probably still showed on their faces the theatrical cicatrix of their university duels they were the soldiers who carried books in their knapsacks and after the fusillade of a lot of country folk or the sacking and burning of a hamlet devoted themselves to reading the poets and philosophers by the glare of the blaze which they had kindled they were bloated with science as with the puffiness of a toad proud of their pedantic and all-sufficient intellectuality sons of sophistry and grandsons of cant they had considered themselves capable of proving the greatest absurdities by the mental capers to which they had accustomed their acrobatic intellects they had employed the favorite method of the thesis antithesis and synthesis in order to demonstrate that germany ought to be the mistress of the world that belgium was guilty of her own ruin because she had defended herself that true happiness consisted in having all humanity dominated by prussia that the supreme idea of existence consisted in a clean stable and a full manger that liberty and justice were nothing more than illusions of the romanticism of the french that every deed accomplished became virtuous from the moment it triumphed and that right was simply a derivative of might these metaphysical athletes with guns and sabres were accustomed to consider themselves the paladins of a crusade of civilization they wished the blonde type to triumph definitely over the brunette they wished to enslave the worthless man of the south consigning him forever to a world regulated by the salt of the earth the aristocracy of humanity everything on the page of history that had amounted to anything was german the ancient greeks had been of germanic origin german too the great artists of the italian renaissance the men of the mediterranean countries with the inherent badness of their extraction had falsified history that's the best place for you you are better where you are buried you pitiless pedants thought desnoyers recalling his conversations with his friend the russian what a shame that there were not here too all the herr professors of the german universities those wise men so unquestionably skilful in altering the trademarks of intellectual products and changing the terminology of things those men with flowing beards and gold-rimmed spectacles pacific rabbits of the laboratory and the professor's chair that had been preparing the ground for the present war with their sophistries and their unblushing effrontery their guilt was far greater than that of the herr lieutenant of the tight corset and the gleaming monocle who in his thirst for strife and slaughter was simply and logically working out the professional charts while the german soldier of the lower classes was plundering what he could and drunkenly shooting whatever crossed his path the warrior student was reading by the camp glow hegel and nietzsche he was too enlightened to execute with his own hands these acts of historical justice but he with the professors was rousing all the bad instincts of the teutonic beast and giving them a varnish of scientific justification lie there in your sepulchre you intellectual scourge 
continued desnoyers mentally the fierce moors the negroes of infantile intelligence the sullen hindus appeared to him more deserving of respect than all the ermine-bordered togas parading haughtily and aggressively through the cloisters of the german universities what peacefulness for the world if their wearers should disappear forever he preferred the simple and primitive barbarity of the savage to the refined deliberate and merciless barbarity of the greedy sage it did less harm and was not so hypocritical for this reason the only ones in the enemy's ranks who awakened his commiseration were the lowly and unlettered dead interred beneath the sod they had been peasants factory hands business clerks german gluttons of measureless intestinal capacity who had seen in the war an opportunity for satisfying their appetites for beating somebody and ordering them about after having passed their lives in their country obeying and receiving kicks the history of their country was nothing more than a series of raids like the indian forays in order to plunder the properties of those who lived in the mild mediterranean climes the herr professors had proved to their countrymen that such sacking incursions were indispensable to the highest civilization and that the german was marching onward with the enthusiasm of a good father sacrificing himself in order to secure bread for his family hundreds of thousands of letters written by their relatives with tremulous hands were following the great germanic horde across the invaded countries desnoyers had overheard the reading of some of these at nightfall before his ruined castle these were some of the messages found in the pockets of the imprisoned or dead don't show any pity for the red pantaloons kill whomever you can and show no mercy even to the little ones we would thank you for the shoes but the girl cannot get them on those french have such ridiculously small feet try to get hold of a piano i would very much like a good watch our neighbor the captain has sent his wife a necklace of pearls and you send only such insignificant things the virtuous german had been advancing heroically with the double desire of enlarging his country and of making valuable gifts to his offspring deutschland über alles but their most cherished delusions had fallen into the burial ditch in company with thousands of comrades at arms fed on the same dreams desnoyers could imagine the impatience on the other side of the rhine the pitiful women who were waiting and waiting the lists of the dead had perhaps overlooked the missing ones and the letters kept coming and coming to the german lines many of them never reaching their destination why don't you answer perhaps you are not writing so as to give us a great surprise don't forget the necklace send us a piano a carved china cabinet for the dining-room would please us greatly the french have so many beautiful things the bare cross rose stark and motionless above the lime-blanched land near it the little flags were fluttering their wings moving from side to side like a head shaking out a smiling ironical protest no no the automobile continued on its painful way the guide was now pointing to a distant group of graves that was undoubtedly the place where the regiment had been fighting 
so the vehicle left the main road sinking its wheels in the soft earth having to make wide detours in order to avoid the mounds scattered about so capriciously by the casualties of the combat almost all of the fields were ploughed the work of the farmer extended from tomb to tomb making them more prominent as the morning sun forced its way through the enshrouding mists end of section seventy one